Today's My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Gym Aware, the leading tool when measuring performance in the weight room. Guys, VBT is all the craze right now. It's a hot, sexy topic, although it's something that's been around for a while. And the man who wrote the book on velocity-based training, Brian Mann, has called the Gym Aware the Rolls Royce when it comes to velocity measuring devices. Guys, the ability for you to shoot all your information right up into the cloud and store it right away is enough for, for me right there to, to make sure that this is something that I had in my weight room. Putting things together with instant feedback as to how the reps are being performed. On top of that, with the x-axis correction, so you don't have to necessarily worry about direct positioning when you're performing the exercises. Tying that in with the visualization of everything and the ability to allow the athletes to compete. Make this an absolutely stellar tool and something I couldn't recommend you having in your weight room enough. Hop on over to kinetic.com.au today and see everything that they have to offer. Hey everybody, if you enjoy the podcast and the content it provides, be sure to hop over and check out the community. The community is an exclusive members website that is just an extension of what we do here in July at the Central Virginia Sport Performance Seminar. What it is, is a combination of video lectures, a coach's corner with your Monday morning take-home information, and a forum where you can talk about anything and everything related to the field of strength and conditioning. In the community, you'll find content added each month from some of the top practitioners in the world, ranging from PhDs to high-level coaches, bringing you exactly what they're doing with their athletes or their research at the present moment. On top of that, an additional discussion by coaches bringing you that Monday morning information, things that you can add to your training program right away. Tying that in with the opportunity to discuss with coaches around the world in the forum on anything and everything from the topics addressed in these presentations to whatever you're seeing in your daily life as a coach. If this sounds like the right thing for you and your staff, go ahead and hop over to cvasps.com community and try it out for 48 hours for just a dollar. If you like it, you're signed up, ready to roll, and you're jumping into all the great content added each month. If not, feel free to go ahead and cancel at any time. No questions asked. We're really excited about what we're building in the community and hope you are too. Go ahead and hop over to cvasps.com community and check it out today. Hey, what's up everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's My Thoughts Monday. Uh, and I want to talk about the ideas and, and thought process behind changing behavior. Um, it's something that we as coaches or people in really any realm of life uh, need to kind of have a grasp on. Um, and I, to be totally honest, think that it's something that we really miss the boat in, in some ways when we're coming you know, to, to these situations. Um, changing behavior or changing how people act or changing things that are habitual takes time. And it takes investment, and it takes constant reminders, and it takes some strength, not just from the people who are trying to implement the change and make the impact, but those that are being impacted upon as well, because, you know, they're the ones that are going to have to fight going back to, quote unquote, the way things used to be. So when we sit here, right, and, and we do things for a weekend, or we take teams to a class, or we bring one person in to do something, 
and we're not taking notes and we're not, you know, looking and evaluating what's going on and we're not making assessments and adjustments ourselves with what is being taught and shown and demonstrated, well, then what are we doing? We're really just wasting our time, right? Um, you know, like, it looks really cool that we have this awesome yoga instructor that we get to bring in. And she does an absolutely fantastic job. But we stop using her in season because of, you know, the time, the only time we can bring her in is in the morning and, and this and that. And now you look at the guys, you know, six, seven months removed, and we're pretty much back to ground zero when it comes to the work that we did with that. Well, maybe what I should have been doing was, was being in better communication with her and taking notes and putting things together that she, as the expert, would say this group as a whole should probably be doing this multiple times a week in order to, at the very least, continue to hold on to or maintain the, you know, the improvements that were done in the off-season. But I didn't. And now all of us are really bad at it again. You know, the same can be said for, for a multitude of things. You know, when you're trying to change behavior or something that's habitual, like eating habits, Eating habits aren't going to change overnight. It's not like all of a sudden you're going to talk to an 18 to 22 year old and you're going to be like, all right, so now you need to get five to seven servings of vegetables every day or else. And you're only going to eat lean protein or else. Or else what? You know, like those, those massive alterations to a habit to a lifestyle, we all know are consistently unsuccessful. That's why they're called eating habits, because it's a, it's a habitual type thing. Now, what can we do? Well, we can show them better choices. We can show them better ways they can do these things. And then we can be with them as often as we can. And we can start talking to them about what they're doing, right? That's what we're going to try to do here with it. Is, you know, I'm going to try to eat lunch with these guys as often as possible. And then, like, every other week, talk to them about something that they could change. You know, and I say the five fruits and vegetables, probably mostly because I'm an upstate New York kid at heart. And I'm used to the Wegmans Strive for Five that they did forever. I don't know if they still do that or not, but to say strive for five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Um, to go from zero, like a lot of these kids do, to five it's a, it's a pretty big jump. But what if we start at like five during the week, seven during the week, eight or nine during the week, and slowly keep adding in, not substituting, adding because as we also know 
we probably, for the most part, there are always, you know, those that are outliers or need individual plans. But for the most part, 18 to 22 year old student athletes don't eat enough as is, and we know that. So adding a serving or two of vegetables a day isn't going to obviously have a huge caloric impact, but it's a start. And it's going to give them something that they normally weren't getting, right? So maybe something like that. Maybe adding in, like, a good snack throughout the day. You know, talking to them about things like that. But again, we're talking about habitual things that we're trying to change. So if we make changes that are too drastic, and we know that don't appeal to them at all in the beginning there's a good chance you're going to lose them. You know, and the same thing goes when we're talking about, you know, how everyone likes to talk about, like, culture. You know, like, whenever a new group comes in, they're like, man, we got to fix the culture. Um, I think that we obviously still need to define what that is, but that's another talk. But you're not, again, you're not going to walk into a weight room and all of a sudden, because you say, or else a couple times, or scream and yell at kids a couple times, that all of a sudden their accountability level goes to 11 and, you know, these kids are freaking busting their butts every day because of 48 hours of yelling and screaming and giving them really, really hard stuff to do. something that you have to build. It's something that you have to work with them on. It's something that you have to be willing to talk to them about and give them examples of positives and negatives. And then slowly and surely, as things start to improve, you can now move them more and more towards that situation. You know, I think Andrew Althoff's presentation uh, from the seminar, I want to say it was 2014, where he talked about, you know, just that, that as they were building culture or as they were starting to build the work ethic and accountability levels and the commitment to football that they were working on down there, they had to switch, you know, their conditioning and speed training days because they were worried since there was a lot of, you know, social activity going on that these student athletes would come in on Monday and pop a hammy because they were doing speed work. To me, that's genius. To me, that's, that's being an awesome coach. Because one, you're now putting them in a position where they're going to be more successful. Two, they're going to learn that you really do have their best interest for them. And three, it allows you time to maybe not get the, you know, adaptation in the perfect sense that you would like, but it allows you time now to teach them to show them what those words mean, to show them what's expected, to teach them the good and the bad that comes with it. All of that stuff is so important, and it doesn't just show up overnight. And I think that's an absolutely, you know, killer example of of what they did there. So I guess what I'm getting at is all too often there are these situations that arise and 
We try to do things that are like a quick fix or something that looks cool instead of spending as much time with it as we should. And I think that that's, that's not just a coaching thing. That's a business world thing where people bring in speakers for a weekend or for a night and talk about leadership and accountability and people who talk come in for a day or two, you know, and, and talk about anything to help with like self-improvement and motivational speakers and this and that. But the minute those people walk out the door and we're not continuing to preach that method, all that day or two meeting or class or in-house or whatever it was, was nothing more than a band-aid trying to cover up a gunshot wound, really. I mean, I know that that's kind of a sensitive topic at times to, to talk about that, but I mean, it really is. We're just trying to kind of duct tape the problem instead of fixing it. So take the time. Take a step back. And know that what you put in the front end is going to be worth it in the long run. Or at least I hope so, man. Because that's a lot of work to put in if it doesn't. We'd love to hear your thoughts, though. Questions, comments, whatever it may be. Ways you've done it. Ways that have worked. Ways that haven't worked. Anything. What can we do to be better to the people? To help teach them better. To help build things better. And to help change behavior that may not be in the best interest of that individual person. I appreciate you all for taking the time to listen to this today. I, uh, and I truly am grateful for everything that you all do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. We'll see you then.